and welcome back to the second episode of the Handmaiden Podcast. In this podcast, we will be focusing on healing in general. We will be dealing with mind, body, soul, and spirituality topics. I am your host, Naima, and today's episode is going to be about the Twin Flame Awakening. We hear so much about Twin Flames, um, and so I've decided let's dig into it a little bit more and um, allow me to give you another perspective to the Twin Flame Awakening. Also, it has a lot to do with the Cosmic Awakening, which we discussed in um, episode one. So if you haven't, go back and check out episode one. You can go to our website, RestorePeaceAndHarmony.com, and you'll be able to view the um, or listen to the podcast in um, audio file. And if you're coming in from YouTube, you'll be able to watch it also on YouTube in video format. We also have two journals on the website that I created. I thought it would be a good idea for those of you who love to journal. We have a um, healing of the soul journal. Journal. I love journaling because a lot of times I'll write down my dreams in my journal or um, just some things that I'm going over with the Lord. And it's always good to go back and reread, you know, where your mind was or just some blessings that he had you know, given to you or some prayers that were answered. And last night I was doing that and whoa, I got so many downloads because it was so many things that I didn't even realize, but I had went back and I was able to see it in the journal. So journaling is good. If you don't have one, go to our website, pick up that journal. Also, we have a 21 day um, guided journal. And in that journal, we show you how to identify negative thought patterns that most people are not even aware of. And then we show you how to combat them with positive thoughts. And then we give gratitude. So go ahead, check out that um, website. But for now, we're going to go ahead and get into this um, awakening because it does, it ties in with what we talked about in episode one with the... um, Cosmic Awakening. And let's get into it. So let's go over some of the highlights from episode one for those of you who did not get a chance to see it. All right. So we talked about the age of Aquarius, which is really the time of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is preparing Earth and humanity for the Messiah's reign as Prince of Peace. (laughs) All of nature is playing a role in this awakening. The stars show us the mind of God and his plans. The Books of Remembrance says it shows you the movement of God, right? Um, The heavens, you guys, if you really sit down and um, take a look at it, the heavens are really mental. (laughs) We discussed the Schumann resonance and the role it plays in raising man's consciousness, which is really man's awareness of who God is and who, um, who God is. Who God really is. All right. So today we're going to look at Gemini, the twins. And if you um, have been with me on YouTube, you know, we've broken down all of the stars, um, the constellations. We've looked at their Hebrew meaning or their original meaning. And uh, we looked at their function. So today we're just going to um, touch over some of it, but we're not going to go into in depth. We're just going to show you how 
um, the stars tie in with this awakening. In episode one, we told you about the sun and its function and its role in the awakening. And really all of creation is involved in this and raising man's awareness because earth is making a transition right now. And we all are also, whether you are aware or not, Okay, so let's get into Gemini, the twins. Now, here's a picture from the Dendera. This is a um, circular zodiac with Gemini between Cancer and Taurus. Now, these are one of the original um, pictures. Now, here you have um, a man and a woman. It, um, they were changed to two men, but originally it was a man and a woman. Okay, so it was never two men. It was always a man and a woman. All right. So we know from the witness of the stars, I'm going to reference a few books on here. Um, Messiah's reign as Prince of Peace. Okay, so Gemini is tied into the Messiah's reign as Prince of Peace. <laughs> in the last video, we talked about the covenant of peace. All of this ties in. So now we're going to, to dig deeper into his reign as Prince of Peace and some of the things that needs to happen for this to happen. All right. So we know Gemini is his twofold nature. Also known as the Amum, the United, the root is used in Exodus 26, 24. And um, they, the two boards shall be coupled together beneath. And in the margin, you read that it's called the twin, the double. All right, so in Arabic, it's um, al-tamam, which means the same. So here are the twins, the Gemini twins, right? And it's his twofold nature, the Messiah's twofold nature, his reign as Prince of Peace. All right, so let's define the word nature because it has two different definitions, right? We have the phenomenon of the physical world, collectively including plants, animals, the landscape, and other features. So things that are natural, like the heavens, creation, right? They don't lie. <laughs> and then you have the other definition, which means the innate, presumably genetically determined characteristics and behaviors of an individual. So in psychology, the characteristics most often and traditionally associated with nature are temperament, body type, and personality. Now, you know, many of you guys remember when we were in school, we did nature versus nurture. So nature, meaning our genetics, you know, determining our behavior, our personality traits, right? And then you had nurture, which was basically dealing with your environment, your upbringing. These are the things that influence your personality, all right? So you have your, natu your na natural personality, your natural nature, which is by genetics, and then you had the nurture, which was... um has something to do with your environment, how it affects you, right? All right, so keep that in mind. Let's keep going. So now we know it says his twofold nature, all right? And you have the man and the woman, masculine and feminine, okay? And we talked about this on the channel extensively. All right, so let's look at creation from the Corbin Bible. That's Corbin. You can look that up. I'll try to put the link to these in the description box with the books that I reference. So before the beginning, there was only one consciousness, and that was that of the eternal. All right, because we're talking about this awakening here. 
So there was only one consciousness. Earth was in an existence. In his solitude of timelessness, there was loneliness. And from this arose the desire to create. So from his loneliness, there was a, there was a desire that came into place for him to create. And we're talking about the eternal, the most high God, right? The great spirit of all. All right. So that he might know and express himself. So from this arose a desire to create that he may know and express himself. Hmm. This generated the love of God. He took thought and brought it into being within himself, the universal womb of creation containing the everlasting everlasting essence of spirit. Now, this is from the Corbin Bible, the chapter titled Creation, right? So here you see that in the beginning, well, when this thing started, that there was only one consciousness. That's what I want you to think about. There was only one consciousness, right? Okay. Now, let's get into the spirit minds. So, the essence was quickened by a ripple from the mind of God and a creative thought was projected. You guys listen to this because this is the process of how our minds work. The essence was quickened by a ripple from the mind of God and a creative thought was projected. This generated power, which produced light <laughs> And this form a substance like unto a mist of invisible dust. It divided into two forms of energy through being impregnated with the spirit of God and quickening the chaos of the void within the universal womb became spun into whirlpools of substance. From this activity, as sparks from a fire came an infinite variety of spirit minds each having creative power within itself. Woo! And then I even put the picture on because I'm going to tell you something. The same way um, we reproduce in the sense that um, with the sperm reaching the egg, it, it was symbolic of what originally happened. Now, you know, let's not think in terms of... Um, you know, how we, a man and a woman get together in this plane, but think in the realm of the spirit, how this happened. Cause it just described it. Okay. So it's just man here on earth. We're just replicating, um, what has already taken place. All right. So here we see that we are sparks from a fire. So we know that there was only one consciousness. And then we know that we are sparks from a fire. Right. And out of that came spirit minds, each having a creative power within itself. But they came from one. The original, the original consciousness, which is him. All right. Stay with me, guys. I'm going to go ahead and give you a warning. Um, you may experience PTSD, that's post-traumatic stress disorder, with this video. Um, some people may say, hey, she's going cuckoo for um, Cocoa Puffs. She's lost it. 
Um, but I, I'm more clear than I've ever been before. All right. So let's take a look at the eternal. He is infinite and unconfined. <laughs> the universe is his body. You hear so many people saying, oh, the universe is going to give you this is going to give you that. No, the universe is his body. All intelligence there is emanates from his mind. Okay, because we, we saw here from the Corbin Bible that there was only one consciousness in the beginning. All the love there is flows from his heart. All the power there is, is his will in action. This is when the Books of Remembrance talks about how he is in and through all things. It's like a threefold force manifesting all wisdom, all love, all power, or if you will, as light, heat, and energy, that which holds together all forms and is back of and in all expressions and phases of life. It's like the books and rumors have said, he is in and through everything. Everything came from that one consciousness, everything. This earth, the planets, stars, humans, cats, dogs, trees, everything from that one consciousness. And each and every one of those have a consciousness within itself to create. Are you with me? Nothing can be without manifesting and expressing some phase of him. He is the builder of all forms, but the dweller in each. Stick with me, guys. I'm going to give you the background. He dwells in the heart of man, animals, flowers, stones, etc. So you see when everyone has like these crystals and we wear them and all these things, the mindset that we should have is that he is in all of these things. So whatever healing they're giving you, it is coming from that great consciousness. It is coming from him, right? See, a lot of teachings and stuff try to explain things without explain, explaining where it comes from. It comes from him. And I'm going to tell you why man does this and tries to, tries to just take God out of everything. Now, mind you, back then his name, you know, the people didn't know him as God. Okay. A lot of times they called it source or the great spirit, the great giver of life. Okay. Now, nothing can be without manifesting and expressing some phase of him. He is a builder of all forms, all matter, but the dweller in each. He dwells in the heart of man, animals, flowers, stone, etc. He expresses himself in all of his creation. So let's take a look at masculine and feminine because masculine and feminine equals creation. We just saw where doing the creation process in the Coburn Bible, the universal womb, woman, that's womb man. <laughs> in the book, Feeling is a Secret by Neville Goddard, he describes the conscious mind as masculine and the subconscious mind as feminine. Now, we have to touch base on the mind because the mind is what is being awakened at this time. 
The relationship between the conscious and subconscious mind follows the principle of mental gender. Understanding the relationship between the conscious and the subconscious mind is the whole secret to understanding the relationship between male and female or the reverse. The conscious mind is the male. (laughs) It's the leader of the subconscious mind, which is the female, the follower. (laughs) Are y'all listening? The subconscious mind is the helper of the conscious mind. And we spoke a little bit about the the um, conscious and the subconscious mind in the first episode. We know that the conscious mind, um, it may forget some things, but it can easily retrieve it. And we know that the subconscious mind stores everything. And I even told you that the subconscious mind is also the part that knows the father. It has stored memory, stored data. And we talked about how Freud said that it has, it um, stores um, unpleasant. Most of the information that's stored in the subconscious mind is um, unpleasantries. It's it's bad things. But I'm going to go into why he even said that. Because it's not all bad that's in there. And it has been programmed and it always responds the way that it's been programmed to respond. So we talked about that in episode one. So, here we go. The subconscious mind is a helper of the conscious mind. The more the workings of the conscious and the subconscious mind are integrated in sync and in harmony, the more perfect the entire mind function as a whole is. So when these work together, everything is in tune. The more creative and productive it becomes, the less harmony there is between the two. The more destructive it becomes, the more it collapses and ceases to function properly. This is the same thing with man and woman also, right? But here we're talking about the conscious and the subconscious mind. See how everything um, duplicates? (laughs) It is not really your conscious thoughts that create your reality, but it is your subconscious beliefs. It is a subconscious mind. The feminine aspect of the mind. Hmm. I want you guys to keep this in mind. It is the feminine aspect of the mind that is the creative faculty. All right. Have you seen a man give birth? No. It's only the woman that bears the children. The conscious mind, the masculine aspect of the mind, conditions a thought into the subconscious mind in order to create a belief that manifests into reality. (laughs) Just like Adam and Eve. Adam, he was responsible of identifying and labeling all of the animals. He gave everything a name. That's because he knew the heart of God. And then she came behind and connected everything. See how that works? Your mind does the same thing is what I want you to understand. A lot of people, you guys, don't want to listen to stuff like this because they just want to chase prophecy, not realizing, you guys, what I'm telling you, I'm showing you this is prophecy and it's happening right now in real time. Like a seed that is impregnated into the womb, it is nurtured within and born as a child. Hmm. 
And that's talking about your thought. Once he gets into the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind starts creating. All right. So intellect and emotions are children of the mind. Right. Emotions are really just energy in motion. That's all. This is this comes from your subconscious mind, your emotions, anger, emptiness, frustration, inadequacy, helplessness, fear, guilt, loneliness, depression. These things come from the subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. See, this is why, you know, when you're talking to people, you can tell what's going on with them just by their emotions. And then if the emotions are negative, then you're going to see negative behaviors. And so then you understand what's going on in their mind, whether they're aware of it or not. And then you have positive emotions, which are love, joy, peace. <laughs> now you see long suffering, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. See, that's positive. So then that's coming from a positive mind, right? Let's get into this because we're talking about the united. Something has to unite. Something has to happen for the Messiah to get his reign as Prince of Peace. There's some things that need to happen here. All right. Something happened to man. And I'm going to call it duality happened. Duality happened to man. Let's go back to the books of remembrance when it talks about the fall that that was the transition from the natural world, the Eden, to the temporal world. Something happened to man, their mind in this time. Here's what I came up with. Disassociative identity disorder. Remember we see about split personalities like back in the 70s and the 80s. DID is a mental health condition. People with DID have two or more separate identities. Hmm. Sis, how could this happen with the fall? Well, we had the natural world. We talked about natural. And then you have the temporal world. Right? You had the natural world where there was no sin. Right. And then you had the temple world that was came into came into as a result of the fall. And then we talked about nature versus nurture. What's natural about you, your genetics, all those things. Right. Something happened here in the temporal world. The nurture changed. Nature versus nurture. These personalities control their behavior at different times. Each identity has its own personal history, traits, likes, and dislikes. So these personalities, once they split, they have different traits, different history, different likes and dislikes. Are y'all with me? Are you with me? DID can lead to gaps in memory. Pay attention to that memory, right? And hallucinations, also believing something is real when it isn't. You know, you hear like so many people saying, um, some of these channels, I hear them saying things like, y'all, we created this earth. We created this world and all these things. There's some truth to that. Through this 
disassociative identity disorder, they have through their mind changed some things. And we're going to get into that right now. I told y'all, take a deep breath in. (laughs) Take a deep breath in and just, even if you don't understand this right now, there's something about it that is probably resonating with you. So just ask the Lord to um, help you to understand it. Okay? Because he will. Before you say, I don't understand it and just give up, just... Take some time. We, we're at different levels in these things. And maybe this is not for you at this time. Maybe it's for you later. But then there's some of you, it's for you right now. There's some of you, you get exactly what I'm saying. Your mind right now, the wheels are turning. So remember, you guys, the subconscious mind stores everything. Okay? Everything. <laughs> Why do you think that the human mind might not want to remember the most high. God is love. That was a beautiful, Eden was beautiful. All the spirits were there. And then as a result of the fall, hey, remember the subconscious mind is trying to protect you. It's like a mother, it's gonna protect. But remember, it's been reprogrammed. We discussed that in the last video by the environment, the nurture of this temporal world, the things of this temporal world, the carnality of this temporal world, your mind has switched. It's been reprogrammed. And now it is time for it to waken up. Be still and know I am God. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said that, and he said, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, (laughs) I am hath sent me unto you. Hey, he's saying the same thing right now. I am hath sent me to you. Hmm. Sit with that. That's probably went over some people's head what, what, I, what I'm saying right here. Anyway, let's go in. Joseph Benner, in his book, The Impersonal Life, he breaks it down this way. I am is that innermost part of you that sits within and calmly waits and watches, knowing neither time nor space. Because I am is eternal and fills all space. So, He told Moses, tell him I am sent you. I am is that innermost part of you, inside of you. And it calmly awaits, watches. It watches and waits for you to be done with your petty human follies and weakness, with your vain longings, ambitions, and regrets, knowing that you will return weary, discouraged, empty, and humble, and ask him to lead the way. <laughs> I showed you in the creation part, right, with the Corbin Bible, there was only one consciousness, and we are sparks from that consciousness. Right? We are sparks. <laughs> I am that which animates your body. That's the I am. It animates your body. It causes your mind to work. 
It causes your heart to beat. See, the subconscious mind, um, it has your habits. It stores your habits. It helps control the functions of your body. And you're not even aware of this. This is not something that you're thinking, oh, let me turn on my eye. Let me turn on my heart today, this morning. No, this happens automatically. But here you're seeing that I am is the one that animates your body. I am is the one that causes you to think. I am is the one that gets your heart heart um, to beat. I am that I am. Remember, he is in through in all things. And he's just been waiting. Just waiting. That great spirit. A lot of people call this awakening the Kundalini. And really, that's when that great spirit, you are aware of that great spirit that is in you. Hmm. Your individuality is nothing but your personality seeking to maintain a separate existence. Remember, I told you, you did a split. Your mind did a split. (laughs) Remember, God is light. There is no darkness. Hmm. Soon you shall know that there is no individuality apart from his divine individuality. And all personality shall fade away into his divine personality. So we, when the fall, when the fall happened, our mind created a different personality, another whole existence outside of the Father. You shall soon reach that state of awakening. You guys, I'm showing you what's involved in this awakening. We talked about the science of it in the first episode and how all the creation is facilitating in this to raise your awareness of who God is, who he truly is. The Bible, when you really understand it, it's really a format, a created, a blueprint to guide us back to the Father to that consciousness, that beginning consciousness. That's really what it is for. But man has come in and, you know, they they rewrite things, change things to fit their agendas. Right? Now you may be able to understand Song of Solomon. You guys, Song of Solomon is all about this process. It is. Maybe one day we'll just break it down on the channel. Song of Solomon is deep. (laughs) Twin flame. Twin flame, you guys, that's relationship goals. Relationship goals. The real you is him. Your immortal divine self. It's him. Why somebody right now, she trying to say that we are the gods. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I just went through the creation process. I told you you came from him. That's his spirit that is in you. And I showed you how the shift happened where we dis- we, we created a whole nother existence outside of him, your mind. And I'm going to show you now why you, why you could even do that. <laughs> the real you is him. You're immortal. That spirit divine self 
the Bible told you in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, that this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. See, from the teachings and the, you know, and different things, we think we understand what it's supposed to look like. We have it in our head. But remember, you guys, we have we have created a whole nother identity. He is that point of your consciousness localized in your human mind. Your consciousness is in reality his consciousness thinned down to suit the capacity of our human mind, guys. It's him. <laughs> when we get rid of all of our human misconceptions, ideas, and opinions, and can release and empty it, remember, it is at a point in time for man to die once. This is that death right here. Get rid of this existence that we have created and return. So when we cleanse it out so that his consciousness can have a chance to express itself freely. Because remember, that's all we was created so he can express himself. Then we will recognize that we are an avenue in which he can express himself. The real you is him, your immortal divine self. You guys, this, the most high, is your twin flame. Remember, this stuff happens in the realm of the spirit first. So I'm not saying that we don't have um, a partner here on earth. No. But what I'm saying is your divine immortal self, its flame, is the most high. He is your true twin flame. Get it? <laughs> and when you connect with him, right? Then he will, everything else will be added. We'll get into that. I'm running ahead of myself. So the directing intelligence and all, you guys, even if you look at these cells, it looks like a brain inside of it. <laughs> it looks like a pineal or pineal gland, however you guys want to say that word. Each cell of your body has a consciousness and an intelligence of its own. If it did not have this consciousness, it could not do the work it so intelligently does. Remember on the channel, we talked about a, must be like almost a year ago now, that um, cell consciousness. We talked about that backup cell that comes in and helps the other ones when they go down. You guys, <laughs> I see the Lord in all things. I see his handiwork in all things. Do you see it? Each cell is surrounded by millions of other cells. So now I'm going to get into a little bit of the science. Each intelligently doing its own work and each evidently controlled by the united consciousness of all these cells forming a group of intelligence which directs and controls this work. So something is controlling your cells. <laughs> There's a consciousness that's controlling all these other consciousness, all these other spirit minds guys likewise there are other group 
intelligence in other organs, each containing other millions of cells, and all of these organs make up your physical body. You guys, I can't wait to do the next episode, which is going to be about your chakras. We're going deep. We're going deep. This is the awakening. This is the awakening. It is happening now, real time. Question. Do the cells of your body, the muscles of your arm, think to set themselves up as having separate will from your will? Hmm? Or a separate intelligence from your intelligence? No. They they know the intelligence is yours. See, you, us, though, we don't function like that, but your body knows that. <laughs> One mind. I am my beloved's and my beloved is mine. That's Song of Solomon 6.3. I'm telling you guys, Song of Solomon is a deep, deep book. When you start to understand now the mind and what is waking up, then you understand the bridegroom and the woman. Remember? In, in Song of Solomon. Once you understand what I'm showing you today, then you'll be able to go back and read Song of Solomon because a lot of people just think it's physical. Nope, not just that. See, we've been in duality, guys, and now the Lord is asking us to come back into oneness with him. One mind, one heart. You are the intelligence that directs the work of the organs of your body. Whether this directing is done consciously or unconsciously, each cell of each organ is really a focal center of this directing intelligence. When this intelligence is withdrawn, the cells fall apart, your physical body dies and exits no more as a living and exists no more as a living organism. See, who is this intelligence though? I just told you in the beginning that he is intelligence. All intelligence comes from him. So if this intelligence is moved from your body, then that's when you die. Question. Who is really directing and controlling the activities of your organs? And each cell that's composing them. You know, your cells divide and separate and do. Who is doing that? Who is orchestrating that man has gone so far off the edge they don't even understand what's real what real reality is we're sitting here thinking that this life that we have is just ours we could just do with it whatever we want oh no oh no you have created an illusion. When you take a deep breath, everybody stop. Take a deep breath right now. Whose breath is it that you think that you are breathing in? You think you created that breath? Absolutely not. It is a him that is in you. We are a cell of his body and our consciousness as one of his cells is to him what the consciousness of the cell of your body is, which is his consciousness, you guys. 
So we are truly one consciousness. We are sparks that came from the eternal consciousness. I know. You thought you was your own person. (laughs) We are one mind. We're supposed to be. We've been in duality. I told you we went into a split identity. The most high is the directing intelligence of all the spirit, the life, the consciousness of all matter and of all substance. <laughs> That's what the books of remembrance was trying to tell us, guys. He was trying to tell us this, that he is in all things. And we thank the Lord for the different books and the the information that the Lord is giving to us so we can grow and expand. (laughs) What we call our will is but a small portion of his will, which he permits you to use. So this illusion that you have, um, just all this free reign, no, you don't. You can make a choice though. That's the that's your that's your that's it right there. You can make a choice. But this life that you're living and breathing, uh-uh, is his. When we awaken to recognition of the certain power within us and begin consciously to use it, then he allows us more of his infinite power. See, that's where the power comes in, guys. When you are conscious of what's going on, when you are aware, remember the dry bones, he said that he would breathe life into you and that you would know that he is God. We have to understand the use of the power. If he were to entrust us with the full power of his will before we know how to use it, we would annihilate our body utterly. And you guys, this this has to come into the earth because If it does, if the Lord did not start initiate this awakening, you guys, we would kill ourselves. And you can see that now. We would kill ourselves. (laughs) All right. The oneness. We do not realize that our brothers and sisters are phases or attributes of his divine nature. Just as your human personality with its mortal body, mind, and intellect is a phase of your human nature. This is just a phase. That's why it says, love your neighbor as as thyself, because it's really you that you're loving. It's him. We're all one, connected to that great consciousness. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you in the next video about this energy and, and show you how to connect the connection between all of us. To think is to create. As you think in your heart, because we saw during the creation process, we saw the desire, the thought, the love, the Holy Spirit, and then he spoke the word and then there was light. So that's that's the blueprint right there, guys. To think is to create. As you think in your heart, so it is with you. See? See? That's why I said we have we created that 21 day guided journal, guys, because your thoughts, remember, in that conscious mind, those thoughts, when once it gets to the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind is going to create. 
Stop and meditate on this so that it might get firmly fixed in your mind. A thinker is a creator. Let it sit there for a moment. A thinker, guys, is a creator. Mm-hmm. We're all artists. He's the number one artist. But remember, he gave us all the ability to function like him. When you know how to think, you can create at will anything you wish. Whether it be a new personality, ooh, a new environment, or a new world. Oh, yeah. Change your mind, you change your life. Why, sis? Why? You're created in his image. There's no one else that's created in his image. The animals don't have this ability. The fallen intelligence don't have this ability. Only us. That's a big deal. You are a creator. Whether you know it or not. You have his power inside of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're made in this image. Man is the highest type of organism containing this consciousness. It's his consciousness. His consciousness is in everything, but we are the ones that are made in his image. By creating man in his image and his likeness, he created an organism capable of expressing all of his consciousness and his will, power, intelligence, and love. He made us perfect. I know they told you he was born in sin, shaped in iniquity, but he made us perfect and he patterned after his own perfection. We are patterned after his own perfection. He is within our consciousness and within all consciousness, manifesting his will. <laughs> the Valley of the Dry Bones. I will make breath into you. That's that Holy Spirit. That's what's happening right now with the Schumann resonance. All the creation is coming together. It's breathing in you right now. And you will come to life. The knowledge that he is in you, you're made in his image. And people, you know, we, we knew this. But I'm going to show you something here in a minute. Because this is when you come to life. He has to teach us how to think. This is the renewing of the mind. He is in us and made in his image and likeness and therefore possess all of his faculties. See, that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. You, my friend, have the power of thinking, but not being conscious that thinking is creating. And that is one of his divine powers. When you think, guys, you create whether good or bad. <laughs> whether good or bad. We are using and have been using all of our lives this power. But it has all been misthinking. See? What you could what how, listen, whatever you think, you are creating. <laughs> The Bible said wars and stuff come come, come from in our in our mem, in our membranes inside of our bodies. Wars and confusion that comes from inside of us. 
And that comes because of the thoughts that we were thinking. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. And this era of thinking, this is not knowing that um, this not knowing is misuse of his power. So us not knowing how to think, right? Or not take not being in charge of that thinking the right way is misuse of his power. And I want to tell you guys today that a lot of these people in this Illuminati and stuff, they know this information. They've chosen to use this power wrong to gain over their people, over people, to gain power and authority over people, see? Because they know this. This is in all their books and stuff. They know this. And I'm convinced that they know this. But they have used this to get wealth, power, and to dominate. See? And in the churches, they're teaching you, teaching people some other stuff you're teaching about. Um, and then you got some of these groups and stuff, racism and all of this stuff. You guys, I'm showing you the power. God said that he was going to breathe life into us and that we would come to life. This is coming to life knowing who you truly are, your divine self. This is who you truly are. When you get into this authority, guys, you you don't worry about the enemy or no foolishness and all that stuff no more. Because who is in you? I'm running ahead of myself. Let me go back. All right. Now it says. And this era of thinking, this is not this not knowing is misuse of power. And it has been separating us. In consciousness from him. See? <laughs> You're created in his image. He gave you all faculties, all of his faculties, all of his power, everything. Now he is bringing it to our attention. When we turn inward to him, you gotta go inside. He will open up our eyes and cause us to see that the only way we can bring about this change in thinking is by first changing our attitude toward all the things you think you know and what you think ought to be. That's the first thing. You got to be humble. You got to be childlike. See? All right. I will give you the desires of your heart. Because remember, that was part of the creation process. He had a desire. And in that desire, he created. See, his desires are good. We switched off and now we got different desires and stuff now. Right? They are the hell. Now, let's talk about um, desire a little bit. Um, because the stars. The, well, first of all, let's look at the, um, the definition for desire. All right? When you think about the stars, they are the herald of pleasant surprises and the unseen hand that blesses. Right? So, here you have... Um, desire the definition and it derives from the latin desdiare i'm probably saying that word wrong y'all to long or wish for um that which itself de derives from the desidery and this comes from the stars suggesting that the original sense is to await what the stars will bring <laughs> that's what desire is guys to wait what the stars will bring. Now, we told you that from the books of remembrance, it says that they are the herald, the stars of pleasant surprises and the unseen hand that blesses. The consciousness of the stars 
It's whose consciousness? It's his consciousness. So if it's saying here that he will give you the desires of his heart, and then it's saying here it's coming from the stars. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys. Stevie Wonder was on to something. Remember his song? Ribbon in the sky, oh so long for this night I prayed that a star would guide you my way to share with me this special day. Where are ribbons in the sky for our love? The united, you guys. We're talking about the united, the marriage. A marriage is taking place, guys. Not just us men and women. That's that that comes that comes with this. But right? God will guide the way. Let's look at divine nature. Our consciousness thinking is the reason our world and life are the way they are right now. It's because of our the way we think, uh, unconsciousness. He gives us desire. Sometimes we, in, we strongly, we wrongly interpret them, which starts the creation process, right? And every condition, every event that has transpired was first an idea in your mind. It was by desiring, by thinking, and by speaking forth the word that these ideas came into visible manifestation. You have now and always have had, through this power of thinking, dominion over all kingdoms of the earth. I know, you guys, we didn't know. We knew, we know we, it tells us in the Bible you got dominion, but we didn't understand all you have to do is think and speak the word. Realize your power and the most high will bring about the results and the waiting consciousness of the invisible cells and of all matter upon which your will and attention became focused, which is really his consciousness. It'll begin immediately to obey and do exactly according to the image or plans you have prepared by your thinking, whether good or bad, guys. This is the mystery right here. That's what I'm telling you. We have been misusing his power. For all things are made by the word. And without the word was not anything made that was made. Remember, you're made in his image. So if you speak and see, that's what the fallen in intelligence, they know about you that you don't know about yourself. When you say something that carries sound waves, that carries power because you are made in the image of God. That's why, guys, we can't say what we want to say. We can't do the things that we want to do sometimes because you don't even know who you truly are. You don't know the real power that is within you. You are made in his image. That's a big deal. So you can't just be out here thinking all kind of stuff. You have to get authority over your thoughts. First, we have to know how to trace the thoughts and banish undesirable thoughts and how to utilize desires so that they will always serve us instead of being a slave to them. We've been a slave to our thoughts and our mind. Remember Freud was saying that the subconscious mind, it, it, you know, it holds on to all the pain and all those things. Yes, your subconscious mind knows exactly this information that I'm telling you today. And it is going to fight against you right now because it's time for it to die. 
the way it's been programmed. It will fight against you right now. Yes. But you have to take authority. <laughs> See, right now, you guys, we've been running an autopilot because your subconscious mind is where your habits are. We've just been just going, just going, just going like animals. They don't have to do this deep thinking and all those things. We have been on autopilot. Humanity is on autopilot. You're thinking unconsciously. <laughs> and now with this awakening, the united Gemini, the mind must be united before we can finish what we came to earth to express. This is a marriage that must take place. And in terms of physical marriage, you guys, it's through the physical marriage that the Most High is going to come and sweep through this earth his word. Through those divine relationships, those divine marriages. See, once you marry back, your consciousness marries back with his consciousness, guys. He can bring two divine people together when you're in your divinity. See, we haven't been in our divinity. Our divinity is his true nature. It's him. That's our true nature. It's him. Right? And once you have two people that's moving in this divinity, this awareness, right? They got their emotions in check. That's a beautiful thing. I showed y'all that. When the conscious mind, the male and the female, the subconscious mind, when it is in sync and in harmony, that's a beautiful thing. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the next podcast, episode three, when we get into these chakras. We were built for love. And it's through these righteous marriages that the Lord's going to come in and spread his, his right ways and right doing things through these unions and through his people. I know a lot of people tell you now that um, this is not the time to be getting married. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. <laughs> When it talks about, it says in the end times, like when Noah's days, it was given and taken in marriage, you guys. Marriage, I want to explain to you that marriage is ordained and sanctified and arranged in a realm of the spirit first. But what's happening now, remember we've split, our identity split. Um, men are not functioning like Adam and knowing their rib. And, and the women don't know who their husbands are. And I'm going to tell you something because we've done this split. <laughs> we've done this split. And so with that verse is talking about is saying people are giving and taking in marriage. You have people marrying people who they weren't ordained to that person. A lot of people are marrying in their trauma state, in their trauma self. You're not marrying in your divinity. <laughs> You're not marrying in your divinity. You're marrying in your trauma self, your trauma state. That's what's been happening. 
people just getting married. You were not ordained for that person. <clears throat> that's that's what that's talking about, guys. For your maker is your husband, the Lord of hosts is his name. Isaiah 54, 5. We talked about Andromeda and Cassiopeia. Here you have Andromeda. Remember we talked about her? She was a chained. This is a chained mind. This is the mind that thinks it can function outside of its creator. This is the mind that's not married back to the father. But then you have Cassiopeia, the woman on the right hand side, the unchained, when she was waiting for her king. She was waiting for the bridegroom. She was unchained. She was ready. See, in with Gemini, it's giving the most high back his reign as priest, um, as prince of peace, guys. These are the things that have to happen. Your mind has to be married back. See? Your mind has to be married back. See, Christ consciousness. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. See, Yeshia knew. He, he, he knew he was our example. That's why he came, you guys. Humanity went fought way off. You can see how the, the mindset of the religious people of his time, and we see that now. They were off. They had no concept of these things that we're talking about now. And Christ was trying to say, hey, this mind, Song of Solomon, all of them, your mind. You don't know you're bought with a price. You don't even know who you are. You are made in his image. He gave you all his power. You have all power. You don't even know how to use it. That's why they're killing each other and carrying on right now. This is the awakening, you guys. This is the awakening. Thank you all for stopping by the channel. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Check out our website, RestorePeaceAndHarmony.com. Um, I can't wait to put out episode three. We're going into these chakras. We're going to get a deeper understanding about them. A lot of you may already know, but hey, you may learn something. If not, still tune in. Thank you all for stopping by the channel.